All right, I'm Anthony Bruno. Welcome to Texas Trails Podcast. I'm the trail boss of Northeastern Trail Riders Association. And we're here with Rosetta Gray, the first African-American female trail boss of, of uh, the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. Welcome, Rosetta. Thank you, Anthony. It has indeed been a tr- pleasure in my 13 years as trail boss. Uh, I've been, uh, I am the president of Southwestern Trail Riders Association, and I've been out here for a minute before I got to be trail boss. And I didn't realize you'd been 13 years. I didn't, time goes fast. I didn't realize it had been that long, that fast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, time goes fast. You got to <laughs> take care of your, your time. Wow. Oh, yeah. This is 13 coming up in 2021. Wow. Rosetta, uh, can you tell me a little bit about your trail riding and some of the some things that stand out to you with uh, with your trail ride, some of the things that would stand out that, that with your trail ride, and, and uh, maybe mention some of the awards that you've won since you've been trail boss. We're outstanding already because I'm the female trail boss, and along with that, I have a vice president that's a female. Her name is Elizabeth Cook, and I know a lot of people might know Liz, and we call her Liz, and uh, Liz always do the super ride in August, and that's where we have almost 3,000 trail riders get together each year in August. Of course, this year everything was on standstill, but we've had some good years, and she's been doing it for 26 years already. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just amazing how over the years, and I can remember when we first started out, it was maybe like 10 or 15 of us. And it just grew and grew and grew from word of mouth, people just hanging around. And with her, she also have a club, and it's Onyx. She's the president of a club. And I have like nine, ten wagons. And most of those wagons have been there since the beginning of it. I have like maybe one or two, maybe three new rides that have started, as they say, in the modern day. That mean after 2000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody else that's there, and they call us the oldest. And that's because we've been there for a long time. We've been there for 30-some years, and there was some that was there before I came. Mm-hmm. So, and we just ride. We got Macbeth. We got Rodney Jackson and Macbeth. We got Prob, uh, Melvin Patton from Austin and Bo. I have the outlaws, and everybody know outlaws, and everybody know the infamous Henry T. Nina Davis, and, and he even, you know, he even recruited Earl Camel, Irving Bertum on his rides, and they, we've even been to their places to have rides. So we've been together for a long time, a lot of us have. And we have quite a few, and everybody, you know, it's just a good family outing where people get together just to have fun. We don't fight, and we don't usually even have a bad word to say to one another because we've been knowing each other for just it, that long. It's like a family reunion. It's a family reunion. Yeah. And every time we get together, it's just like a family. But you know, family will have some words every <laughs> now and then. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it go, it, it don't stick with you because just like a real family, if you have a bad word, a bad word, or falling out with somebody, it only lasts through the night. Right. The next time you see them, it's all over. Right. With. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we've uh, been riding together. I've been riding for 33 years. Yeah. Plus. <laughs> right. 
I ain't gonna say too many more because <laughs> I don't want to say age, right? I, I, I don't want to say I'm geriatric. <laughs> <laughs> but we are getting our AARP cards. Yeah, I've, I've had mine for a while. <laughs> right, right. I've only had mine for five years, but uh, uh, yeah, those are some good, good, good attributes. Can uh, you you tell me some of the the awards that you won with the Eastern Life Section Rodeo? Oh yeah, since I've been there in 2009, I won the award. Best Trail Ride, I've won the Spirit Award, I've won 2014 Award, I've won 2015. So I got like four different awards in my 13 years of being the trail boss. So in saying it all, it's, it's been a good ride and every year it just gets better. Each year we start in February, we start in um, West Columbia, that's out 288 South, and we ride every day. Our final day ride before we go to the Memorial Park is on uh, Hiram Clark and Anderson Road. So we be there for, that's where we leave our equipment for until we go downtown and come back and everything. So we've been riding and everybody just, we get there, we leave our equipment there, we ride every day. It's a good experience for someone that have never been out there. Mm -hmm. And even for the ones that's out there, as you see, once we start, we never stop because this is what we do. Right. <laughs> and right. we enjoy doing it. And not only uh, do we just ride, we participate in the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo when we go downtown. We participate in the downtown uh, parade that Saturday. And as a group, our own group, we also try to help out in the communities because we give out personal scholarship because we know that everybody ain't going to get a three-year scholarship. Right. Everybody's not going to get to go off to the colleges. It's some that just want to learn how to do something, might just want to go to a trade. So we try to help those people. Right. We give them scholarships that, uh, and help them to go to, like, like HCC or any other community right, right, college right. that they might want to go to just to ensure that they get some kind of education that'll help them along the way in life. Because a, a lot of jobs are dealt with do with your hands, so they uh, can get a trade and a and trace. they can get into the the uh, farrier business, get into horse training business. You know, there's a lot yes. of a lot of business that that that, that pertain to us yes. that they can get into. Mm -hmm. You know, so it it, it it helps. So we you know that northeastern we've been doing the same thing for years as, as far as that goes and, and giving out scholarships and and uh, encouraging kids to further their education. And we've got a couple of of them that ride with us that have uh, benefited from those uh, scholarships. Yes. So. Yeah. And the kids really appreciate it as well as the parents. Right. And they're not just for our schools, not just for our kids. We do kids in the neighborhood as well as when we do like. It's for the community. Donate the toys for the community. Right. The way we do the, uh, the way that we raise money for doing this here, out of those clubs that we named, that I named. Each and every one of them have events throughout the years, and then that's how we get money to give to the kids, give kids scholarship. So when you see us riding down the road, it's not like we just riding and having fun. We're having fun, but we also have a purpose. Riding, for, riding with a purpose. We're riding with a purpose, and it's a good purpose to help our sisters and brothers. 
to be better in life because God knows they're going to need it. Right, right. And, and, and it helps in our, it keeps our heritage alive as well, you know, because we come from the struggle, you know, yes, as, as black cowboys and black people, we, we're, we're still not recognized as, as we should be as far as this heritage goes. Yes, correct. And uh, so, so it's, it's something to help us keep our kids in touch with where they come from. I'm glad you, you shared that with me because we have been raising our money just off of events. And the, the, the main event that we used to raise our money off of was the all-girls rodeo that we used to give. Mm -hmm. So that's how we raised our money to give our scholarships. But, you know, we hadn't been as active as that. So we've just been using our trail ride to pay for our scholarship, to do our scholarship. So mm -hmm. they've, they've, uh, the money's getting shorter. The, the scholarships are getting smaller. Uh, the time, it's a sign of the times, you know. Yes. Still, we just do the best we, we can. We just do the best we can. And, and those, those kids appreciate that $500 or whatever. Yes, we decided they to give. Do. And we were also helping kids in, in FFA with their project animals. So we would go back and buy their project animal or help them throughout the year with their feed. Yes. So, you know, we'd help out in those little smaller ways, keeping kids in agribusiness. So I'm gonna give you a little bit about Northeastern. We started in Beaumont, Texas. And we have, um, right now, I think we have six wagons that ride with us. We were, we were up to as much as 13 or 14, but you know, sign of the times, things change. People move around and do different things. So um, we've got, True Grit, that rides with us, they're from uh, Crosby, Texas. And their wagon boss that just passed, was their, their trail boss just passed, their wagon boss just passed was uh, Clarence Landry. Mm. And uh, so we just lost him a couple of years ago. And uh, their the, the new trail boss is Robert. The other wagons are Dr. Feelgood, which is Montreal Carrier. And his family, they, they, they've been with us for years. They've been in and out, but they, they, they stuck with us for years. China Gate, Joshua Joe and his family. And there's uh, Restoration with uh, Reverend Perry. Sugar Shack, that, 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 they, mm -hmm. they, they, they've been riding with us for a couple of years now. And they, they branched off from you all to recognize our heritage, you know, so we can keep it going. Yeah. I'm Anthony Bruno. Uh, we have Jarvis Johnson here with us, state representative from District 139. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the importance of voting. How you doing, Brother Bruno? Pretty good, Jarvis. How are you, sir? Hey, brother. Everything's well during this good. coronavirus. We're yes, all trying sir. to stay safe. Yes, sir. So what do you have on us for us today as far as uh, uh, the importance of us voting? Who is us? Us as black people and us as cowboys. Cowboys. You know, the importance of voting is for not only cowboys, but for doctors, teachers, for students, lawyers, uh, essential workers, nurses. It's for everybody. Because as you see, let's just talk about, and I'm going to get to the cowboys, but let's just talk about why it's important for teachers to vote. You got elected officials right now that are trying to tell, trying to tell teachers they need to go back to work but yet we're still in, in a pandemic. There are people that are dying. Over 160,000 people have died in the United States alone from this pandemic. There's no end in sight, but you still have elected officials that are out there saying we should go back to work. You even have a lieutenant governor and many others here in the state of Texas that have said something as absurd as saying that the elderly are willing to sacrifice their own life so that our economy 
will go up. They said old people should die so that young people can have money. I mean, that's just some of the absurdity that you hear. So that's why you understand yeah. it's important to vote. You have to not only vote, but you have to educate yourself about those people. You can't just allow them to come back and say, oh, well, that was just that one thing. No, 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 no. That one thing to teach us is very important. You may want your taxes lowered. You may want uh, police, uh, uh, more police presence. Yeah. You may want all of that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the most important thing for you right now is to stay alive, teachers. And so you want to make sure that you vote for people and, that and will have our, your interests. And our elderly, because I, I, I would want my parents to still be along. And they're, they're part of the elderly group. And I want them to still be here. So I, I social distance with them when I go visit them. So uh, there's nobody worth uh, sacrificing for a dollar. Yeah, no one's life is, is shut shout put a dollar sign on Nobody. it. Uh, I'm going to take exception to that elderly thing because I think um, I'm 48 and I swear, man, I don't even know how it happened, but AARP <laughs> sent me something in the mail. I'm not even 50 yet. Why is AARP <laughs> sending me something already? So that tells me ready. already, man, oh, hey, wait a minute. But I don't even know what elderly is these days. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, but, but in all seriousness, man. And so when I say it's important for people to vote teachers, um, doctors, nurses. Yes. You know, there, you have people that are putting, you have elected officials that are putting people in jeopardy. You being an essential worker, you have to go to work. You have to because without you, then we truly will be in harm's way. Right, right. That's right. why it's important that you have to vote. Yes. And you have to be, because what you want a leadership that will stand before you and lead by example so when you have someone who says to you something as absurd as are you willing you know that 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 they're willing to die and they want you to die you because you elderly because you 55 so you elderly <laughs> and so they want you to die to help our economy so tell your elected official lead by example right lead by example don't tell me what to do show me what to do that's what leadership is. So why is it important to vote? Essential workers are being put in harm's way because of inept leadership. Essential workers are being harmed. Their families, their children, their extended families are all being hurt because they're, play, they're playing politics. And right now, this is not the time to play politics when it comes to, to, um, to, to come when it comes to people's lives. And that's exactly what's happening. And so. It's a shame that in America that we have so many people dying, and there are other smaller countries that are, that have almost eliminated the uh, COVID virus. We're, we're the, as we have all been told, we're the greatest country in the world. We've been believing that all yeah. our life. Greatest country in the world. Freedom of speech. Money coming from everywhere. I mean, we're just a great country, and I believe that. But at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, how are we the greatest country in the world? And here in Houston, have the greatest medical center in all the world and yet here we are and we have too many people dying we have people dying and the reason why we have people dying is because of inept leadership that does not understand what to do and how to do and i go back to the point that i said there are too many republicans out here that are wanting to open up our economy but when it comes to the governor of the state of texas i'll tell you this it's very important that 
the governor of Texas tells you to open up the economy, and yet the state the, the state capitol is not even open. But that's a state building. He has the right to open it. The governor's mansion is not even open. He has the right to open it. You can't get a driver's license until a couple of days ago here in the state of Texas. But yet... You want us to open up everything else. That's not leading by example, and that's why it's important that we change these things. Now, the governor is not on the ballot in November, but the president is. Mm -hmm. And as you've seen, this president has an uncanny knack to influence a lot of sheeple. <laughs> yeah, sheeple. Yeah, yeah, I didn't say that wrong. I said sheeple. Sheeple, Because these, these sheep people... You know, sheep just kind of cling together and then follow, follow whoever. That's was what, and that's what Republicans are acting like. They're acting like sheeple, and and so unfortunately, this deranged president that we have has created. And I'm not saying that tongue in cheek. I'm not saying that trying to be funny. Yeah. I'm being serious. It's time that we call out what we know to be true. When we get in our houses and we get amongst our friend, boy, we will go, we'll go off. And yeah. man, that man. Reality is, is that there is something wrong. And if you don't call it, then, then, then you can't challenge it. And so, unfortunately, this person has influenced many governors across this country that are doing a disservice to, to, to its citizens. Yeah. All in the, in, the, in the name of money. So, that, that's why it's important for everyone to vote especially my brothers uh and sisters because we're the ones who carry we 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 carry the democratic party we carry a lot of elections here in here in houston harris county and the state of texas if we vote in the numbers that we should vote then we will get the the results uh that we want and 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 of course i think we all want to see new change so in november we, we we should all get out and vote no matter what and, and and Joe Biden did the right thing and then put in Kamala Harris as his uh right right I was gonna come as, 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 uh, as his VP oh yeah 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 I was gonna ask you how you feel about Kamala Harris oh, being the VP come on come on man there's there's no question I mean the fact that I think that the down ballot down ballot she's gonna affect a whole lot of votes uh, and affect a whole lot of races here I think. Uh, the women vote is going to increase <clears throat> exponentially. I think the black women vote is going to increase exponentially. And when that happens, you're going to find that we're going to get a lot of judges. And having judges, having judges sitting in those seats, we will then be able to receive justice. That's what judges are. Judges are to, to, to right. serve justice. And again, we could have been out of this pandemic had we had governors that would have led by example that would have mandated, had said from the onset, I mandate mask. Yeah. Uh, well, you can wear a mask if you want to, because my civil liberties. What do you mean your civil liberties? You're wearing a mask. Right. A mask is for health. Give you an example. Those same people that don't want to wear a mask are the same people that when you ask them, do you wear a seatbelt? It's the same thing. Same thing. Same thing. I'm in my own car. Right. Me wearing a seatbelt is law. If I don't get, if I don't wear a seatbelt, I a get tick. a ticket. So why, and the officer can see me not wearing a seatbelt and literally write me a ticket. Same thing they can do for masks. Now what exactly? But Same. yet we have, we have all of this leadership from the top, yeah. not really knowing what they're doing. 
And then you have these civil liberty people that, you know, you're this is I'm living in America and I should have the freedom. You know what? You've never complained about wearing a seatbelt. I'm going to tell you something. I'm one of the ones who, boy, I get in the car and I, my, my car talks to me and tells me what to do about wearing a seat. Man, no, I'm not. You just it's look, my car. After a while, it just becomes second nature. It's, it's my car. It's my body. I'm only hurting me in my if I don't wear a seatbelt. But you not wearing a mask, you hurt many people. Yeah. Me not wearing a seatbelt only hurts me. So that's why I tell people the hypocrisy. And people want to hide behind things, and that's why it's time to get this this crazy, idiotic, inept leadership out. Now, that's why people have to vote. I never miss a vote because I know what my brothers and sisters before me had to go right. through. I know that there were many people when there were white-only signs out there that they had to stand in line and they had to take beatings, many people died, right. many people had dogs put on them. Um, they, they, they did everything they, they could to stop us from voting. So John Lewis's uh, life would have been in vain if we don't get out here and vote? Not only John Lewis, Lewis but Martin, Martin Luther King, King Malcolm, Malcolm X, X, Fannie Lou Hamer, uh, you know, uh, uh, all of them. Yeah. Everybody who came before, my grandfather, my great-grandfather, Felix Derry out of Opelousas, Louisiana, who had to, who had to, um, uh, uh, fight against lynch mobs in Opelousas, Louisiana, simply because he wanted the right to vote. Right. And, 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 and in the Constitution, it says that we all have that inalienable right. But at the end of the day, it was something about this skin color that, that takes away my ability and my right. And, right. and that's just not right. Okay. All right, Jarvis, we thank you for coming out, man. Uh, Texas Trails, thank you for coming out and, and sharing your insight with us, and we appreciate you. My you, pleasure, my brother. And have a safe one, man. Be, when is election time? We're going to talk about November. November. we yeah. got to get that date down, yeah. so we're going to make sure we have that first Tuesday in November. November. We'll make sure we got it. First Tuesday in November, that's the third. Third November. November 3rd. Lord, I'm coming home Okay, Rosetta, we'd like to thank you for coming out and, and hope you'll come back and visit with us again. My pleasure, and I shall be back. <laughs> All right. And uh, in closing, could you share with us how you feel about trail riding? Well, trail riding is good, but let me tell you, it's not easy. You have your job, you have your family, and then you have your animals. So in a day's time, you get up early in the morning, you go to work, you come back, you have to feed your animals, and then you have to cook for your family. <laughs> so in a day's time, as a female, I have a full schedule. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Cause it's tough on all of us, especially this day and time, you know, with the way things are right now and trying to manage animals and, and keep, this, yes. keep this thing alive. It's a challenge. It's a struggle. It, it, it is. It, 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 it's just. It, you you got to love it because it's a labor of love. Yes, you can't. You, you can't be weak or faint-hearted and try to do this rodeo or trail ride game or this horse game, because it's a, it's a it's a challenge to do it. it, and, it and it and it can get expensive. Oh yes, it so, can. <laughs> so with that being said, thank you all for uh, listening in, and uh, if you want to share, well, we would like for you to share our podcast with your friends and family and, and anybody else who's interested in, in the cowboy life. So thank you from uh, Texas Trails.